The following resources presented by the Counseling and Conference Services of IOM America. We're glad to have you joining us today. This is the Generational Ethics Radio Broadcast. My name is Dr. Stephen Finney, and I will be your host of this broadcast. And we are very excited about this new series that we are doing at this time called Generational Ethics and How It Affects Generation Z. One of the things we need to do immediately is to define generational ethics. Before we actually spend time talking about the generational aspect of ethics, we first should define what ethics truly is. Through the generations, ethics represented moral philosophy. Well, it was a moral philosophy that involved systematic, defending, logical processing, as well as recommending concepts or documented truth on what is right and wrong. Now, traditionally, that's what it has been. Things have changed a bit over the past 20 years. The terms and definitions around the whole ideology of ethics has completely changed. And this is why we wanted to spend some time picking apart this topic of what generational ethics is all about. The term ethics derives from an ancient Greek word, ethos. And ethos basically means a habit or generational custom. And this is where the piece comes in about the need for us to talk about generational ethics. The branch of philosophy that comes from the sub-branches of ethics, one of the primary being is the term aesthetics, which is obviously where we get the whole idea of beauty, what we consider to be beautiful, ascetic. Now, each concern with a set of values that comes with this ethos These values is what we have to evaluate. Are they still intact from generation to generation? Or are they being diluted to a lukewarm state where the next generation that is growing up is no longer supporting these ethos, these ethics, these generational customs and beliefs? That is where we're going to be starting our show today. As most people who have studied ethics themselves know, there's three primary groupings that come underneath the idea of ethics. Meta-ethics is our first one, concerning the theoretical meaning and reference of moral propositions and how their truth values, if there are any, can be determined. The second one is normative ethics. 
And this is concerning the practical means of determining a moral course of action. Normative ethics is really what comes out of meta-ethics. The third one is applied ethics. This is basically concerning what a person is obligated or permitted to do in a specific situation or a particular domain of a particular action. Meta-ethics is really the moral positioning. Normative ethics is a course of action and applied ethics is actually the specific action that is going to be taken from your ethical view. If Generation Z, for example, has the primary modality or method of madness, that is frenetic pluralism. Now, that may be a new term to some, But frenetic pluralism is basically high energy, fast movement, a fast culture, something that is moving so fast that we can hardly gather statistics on the movement. So if it's frenetic pluralism, there is a movement that is sweeping throughout our country and throughout our world that is moving in the direction of actually having a high-energy movement toward multiple gods. Now, our next culture will be governed by an anti-ethic, and as many have described it as being a cowardice or reckless generation. We have to take a very careful look at that statement. Is Gen Z really suffering from this frenetic pluralism. And the only way for us to really answer that question honestly and to have it well documented is to look at the statistics that actually are available today on Gen Z. Let's just back up for a couple moments and take a look at some of the statistics that presently are available on Gen Z. Gen Z, remembering, is Generational Z. We have to start back with X, then to Y, and then to Z. All generations collectively experience a mixture of hand-me-down traits, some set of religious beliefs and cultural trends that serve to shape their generation and their primary modality of living, their method of living. Well, Gen Z really is no different. So here's how it works. Now, I grew up on the tales of the ex-boomers. Ex-boomers were my parents who suffered with the World War II issues, homes without fathers, latchkey kids. The sexual revolution began to be birthed during their time. There was wars and rumors of wars. There was extreme racist fighting going on. And since all new cultures have a reaction for each action their parents force upon them, my particular generation 
formed what we call the hippie movement, which was fueled by the sexual revolution. The hippie generation embedded the neglectful society of their parents, my parents, and their ethics, their beliefs, and we formed a culture that protested against war. Most people know it as the love and peace movement. Well, this became our self-proclaimed idea that we ourselves can be father figures of ourselves or we ourselves can be our own authority. That was a huge belief problem, a chaotic ethical problem that we introduced into the world. We also, in our generation, took the issue, for example, of pornography, and we literally manifested it in such a way that there was what they call open sex, or the sexual revolution being applied to a generation. good example of that is, I was a streaker in my teen years. I was in a rock band, and one of the things that we did at the end of the show is we gave them a real flesh show and did streaking. That is applied ethics, or should I say ethical problem. But that's how it works. Our generation also neutralized the whole issue of race. We literally worked at pushing and molding all races into one single race. Now that kind of sounds like a positive thing to do, when in reality it is not. Each individual race does have a racial identity that needs to remain intact with their culture. So the world movement of we're all the same became a false, chaotic, ethical issue. And it is my generation that set that up for the next generation, which is the millennial generation. So the millennial generation reacted to us by integrating this hippie movement into their religious beliefs, literally forcing God to be a love and peace and animal rights God who is into free sex and anti-authority and a God who doesn't care about races and the identity that comes with each race. We set the millennials up for doing applied ethics on our chaotic ethics. So in our broadcast, we are not going to be piecing down the millennials or Gen Z and put all the responsibility on the choices that are being made by these two generations. I am clearly aware of the reality that my generation set them up for a lot of the ethical problems that they're experiencing today. My parents and their irresponsible decisions set my generation up for many of the ethical problematic decisions we made. And then it goes to the generation before them. My point is very simple, is that 
all generations collectively experience a mixture of hand-me-downs. It could be positive, good, moral ethics, or it could be chaotic, problematic ethics. But each generation sets the next generation up for their cultural issues. This resource has been presented by the Counseling and Conference Services of IOM America. For more information about our ministries, visit us online at iomamerica.org. That's iomamerica.org.